my ABCs, a her story by Chapelle Claudette. This is the preface. Are you reading these words or hearing them from a book you bought and the cover featured a woman that you did not recognize from mainstream entertainment nor anything relating to politics? Brilliant. That means there is still chance that stereotypes are ceasing to dictate the stories that are printed by mainstream publishers. This also means that now there is a chance that both of our lives are on their way to being noticeably richer. Most popular stories currently being told and sold in printed or digital books successfully capture the attention of curious readers searching for new and thought-provoking literary experiences. They are found because they have been placed in prime positions in bookstores or on the first page of results on Amazon.com. Of course, there are a few which have won literary prizes and others who are known from the author's engaged social media following. But unfortunately, my opinion is that there are far too many stories that remain untold and books that remain unpublished. I once made a video asking the question, don't you wish you could buy experiences? Well, this is actually one of the many reasons that I wrote this book. I need you, the reader, to witness these facts of my life. I need your discernment as I revisit and reevaluate why and what happened at certain times of my life. I am also curious if you will be inspired to revalue your own life experiences and perhaps discover the dots of your own life's journey that are yet to be connected. Therefore, the value that I am aiming to give you, the reader, should more than supersede the price of this book because I am about to disclose share on these pages experiences that I never thought I would be able to admit to myself, let alone write them in a book for the whole wide world to read. Starting with the cover photo, I am challenging and freeing myself of all stereotypes 
I am no longer my great-grandmother who was still the housekeeper of her white employer after she had his baby. No, I am a body-confident woman who at 55 years of age continues to embrace a life that confirms that I cannot be described by any restricting label. Especially now, in a time when a California girl named Megan is no longer a Sally to a Jefferson, but a princess. And when a beach babe singer is given creative control of her own fashion house in the city of Haute Couture. Now, at a time that technology makes it easier to hear and research about untold and hidden figures from around the world. The fact that stories of women like Henrietta Lack or Claudette Calvin were more than 50 years overdue, but these very stories inspired me to go back to my beginning. Like a toddler learning the ABCs to help me collect the details of my past, present, and future. My grandmother, my mother, myself, and my children. And to document the untold stories from my maternal heritage to my current situation. This is my task so that readers from all parts of our world would have the opportunity to experience this 100% authentic life story of how I, Claudette, an only child of a single mother who named, who is named after an ex-girlfriend of her father's and is the granddaughter of a red-headed, freckled black woman named Lucy from Alabama, who grew up on the main line, think Philadelphia story, and ended up living in an apartment building that overlooked the dividing wall between East and West Berlin in 1985. In the ninth chapter, letter I for Isabel, they will read and see with their own eyes how Claudette created a hat that she patented in three countries. After using a collar she stumbled upon at a flea market in the reunited territory of Berlin, Germany whose patentable utility had its roots in a Parisian street theater from the early 1600s. In chapter M, for marriage, the power of dates and names reunites her with her Scottish DNA. And last but 
by no means not least, the reader will travel to Kenya and to the Red Sea in Egypt, where Claudette found her true sense of purpose. These two life-changing places in Egypt and Kenya are almost an exact distance to Hadar, Ethiopia, where the original 3.18 million years old Lucy was discovered. Later in the night of November 24th, as they were celebrating and were excited about this discovery of an almost complete skeleton, the scientists were drinking and dancing and singing to the Beatles song, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, which was playing over and over again. At some point during that night, no one remembers when or by whom. The skeleton was given the name Lucy. This name stuck. So no, this book is not about being American nor black. It is about how DNA from Alabama ended up in Berlin and eventually rested when it died of cancer in its motherland of Africa. It is the magical, true, and outlandish story of Hattie Bennett, Lucy Outland, Annie Laura Outland, and Hattie's granddaughter, Chapeau Claudette Outland, a milliner in London. It is about how the milestones of their lives documented in this book as her stories are no longer randomly scattered dots in the night sky because no one bothered or wondered about them. No, they are now Lucy in the sky with her family diamonds. The connecting of their dots in this book, which is now permanently stored in the cloud, is ever so priceless because the constellation created tells the story of these women's longing for a family home and their DNA drama trauma, memories of no longer being treated as queens and wearing their 
coronas, but as second class in the new foul land of America. Then again, there must be countless of families longing to connect the dots back to their motherland. If you enjoyed the preface of my book, please contact me to hear the rest of the story. For my mother, Laura Outland.